0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through Acts. We're in the ninth chapter. and I think we may be able to finish the chapter here. You know, we've been seeing a lot of what the uh, disciples, what the apostles have been doing. We saw Peter and John and Stephen and Philip, and we're introduced to Saul. And now we're about to pick up an account of what's happened with Peter again. And we'll see that happening uh, throughout, the, um, particularly the book of Acts. And it says this in verse 32. Now, as Peter was traveling through all those regions, he came down also to the saints. And again, that word saints means holy ones who lived at Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden eight years, for he was paralyzed. So Peter arrives in this town, and this guy named Aeneas there. And he had been in bed for eight years. He was paralyzed. He was bedridden. Verse 34. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. Immediately he got up. (laughs) Don't you love that? And we're going to see some things right here, folks, that... I know we will challenge this because we say we believe these things, but do we really believe? Do we believe to the degree that we will put them into action? What did, what did Peter say? Jesus Christ heals you. It was in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he told him to do two things. He told him to get up, then he told him to make his bed. <laughs> you know, get up, make your bed. And he had to believe something there. He had to believe he could get up. He hadn't been able to get up eight years, apparently. He got up and he made his bed. It says immediately he got up. Well, what do you think the reaction was? Verse 35. And all who lived at Lidda and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. Okay, we're going to see this twice in the things that we're reading today. Uh, you want to know what will bring forth growth of your church, quote, unquote, doing things like this? <laughs> and it's not going to be so much the growth of your little religious institution. It's going to be growth of the kingdom of God, folks. When the people saw the power and the manifest presence of God and someone's life was transformed, and they were changed and they were physically healed, the people turned to the Lord. Verse 36. Now in Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which translated in Greek is called Dorcas. So she was named Tabitha. Uh, In Greek, it's called Dorcas. It's also, uh, Dorcas means gazelle. And apparently, it's because of the size of the eyes, big-eyed, big-eyed animal, right? So, Tabitha, this woman was abounding with deeds of kindness and charity, which she continually did. So, what do we know about Tabitha? She was abounding in kindness. But not only kindness, but deeds of kindness. Because what good is kindness without the deed, huh? Huh? And with charity, with love, which she continually did, verse 37. And it happened at that time that she fell asleep and died. Well, at what time? Well, the time that the account right here, the story that's being accounted to us, being told us, is at the time that Peter was in the region, the time that Peter was around. She gets sick, she died. And when they'd washed her body, they laid it in an upper room. So they prepared her body for burial, which uh, they would mourn for a period of time, but then they would bury very quickly. Verse 38, since Lydia was near Joppa, the disciples, having heard that Peter was there, sent two men to him, imploring him, do not delay in coming to us. So they heard that Peter was down the road. And so they sent two men to Peter and said, hey, don't delay, come to us, come to us. The scripture doesn't tell us that they told him why they wanted him to come. I think it's likely a safe assumption, but we're not told that point blank. Okay, we're not. But we are told this. So Peter arose and went with them. Okay, did he know what, why he went? I don't know. Probably. But he arose and he went. Well, why do you think they were wanting him to come? She's dead already. Right? We just told you, her body's prepared. She's laid up there for everybody's view. She's dead. But they say, hey, go get Peter. Can you imagine receiving word and somebody saying, hey, we want you to come. Our friend has died. (laughs) What would you do? I pray that we would do what Peter did. He arose and he went with him. When he arrived, they brought him into the upper room and all the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing all the tunics and garments that Dorcas used to make while she was with him. She did acts and deeds of kindness, right? And of love. She was a seamstress. She would make things for people. And they're sitting there crying. They missed her so already. She's laying there. Her body's dead right there with them. And they're showing the tunics. They're showing the garments. They're weeping before Peter, verse 40. But Peter sent them all out and knelt down and prayed. So he sends everybody out, folks. He kneels down and he prays. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat sat up. (laughs) Do you see that Peter simply did what the Lord Jesus Christ did? Though Peter actually did it in fewer words, he just said, Tabitha, arise. But he knelt down, he prayed. He did what he felt the Lord was telling him to do. She opened her eyes. She sat up and he gave her his hand and raised her up. She stood up and called the saints and widows. He presented her alive. He sends the people out. They go out. He kneels down. He prays. What does he pray? How does he pray? You have to look at the balance of the scriptures to discern these things. Okay. Okay. He likely gave thanks to the Most High God. He likely praised the God of life and the God of death. He sought the mind of the Lord. And then he turned to the body and said, Tabitha, arise. And she did. Verse 42, it became known all over Joppa. And many people believed in the Lord. What became known all over the Joppa? The great things that the believers were doing down there for people. Okay, that's fine. Okay. The gatherings they had together, the prayer meetings, the Bible studies, you know, the social gatherings they had. No, no, no. What became known was that there was somebody who was very, very important within their community that had died. And then there was another portion of the body of Christ that came along and spoke life over her and demanded a rising. And she came back to life and raised her. To life. Because of that, many people believed in the Lord. Okay? Aeneas, bedridden, many, many years, eight years, out of the bed. Many people turned to the Lord. Folks, this is the pattern that you see of the kingdom of God being manifested by God through his body. Not all the stuff that we seek to do. Even the good things that we do. We do things that we're supposed to be doing, okay? But we do them so often with the mindset, oh, well, this will be attractive to people and they'll come to us and they'll be part of us. That's not at all what you see. They believed in the Lord because they saw the power of the Lord. Last verse of Acts 9. And Peter stayed many days in Joppa. We saw that earlier with Saul. He stayed many days in Joppa with a tanner named Simon. So you can tell that it sort of brings uh, this portion of the account together but sets up another account as you can imagine, right? Again, folks, are people believing in the Lord Are they returning to the Lord? Are they coming to the Lord? Or have you just been able to talk them into joining your little religious club? Okay, that's what it boils down to. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you next episode. Goodbye.